Welcome back to the Ancient Health Podcast, where we educate you on real health solutions that will help transform the way you live, feel, and overcome disease naturally. I'm your host, Courtney Versage, along with Dr. Josh Axe and Dr. Chris Motley. We're so happy you've joined us. Let's dive into today's episode. Hey everyone, Dr. Axe here. Welcome to the podcast. Today I'm gonna to be talking about mindset medicine and you know, I used to think early on in my career that food was the greatest form of medicine, but one of the things I started realize, realizing as I've treated thousands of patients over the years is that our mindset, what we believe, is the most powerful form of medicine in the world. And when you look at the medical literature, this really proves that if you've ever heard of something like the placebo effect or nocebo effect, you'll see that your beliefs about your own health or the supplement you're taking or the food you're eating or whatever activity you're doing has a massive impact on your health. And so today I really wanna talk about how to practice mindset medicine. You know, for the past many years, we've talked a lot about food and supplements and sort of natural medicine. And I really think the future is going to be about mindset medicine and the power to heal with your thoughts. You know, there's a uh, ancient proverb that is also uh, a book that was written by James Allen later on. And it's, the quote is, as a man thinketh, so is he or as a man thinketh in his heart, so is he. And so really the idea is, is that you become what you think. And so if you believe you're healthy, if you believe this food you're eating is healthy, it actually makes you healthier versus if you believe what you're eating is not healthy for you, if it's toxic, your body will react as such. And so I'm gonna get into some of this amazing information today. And let me say this again, you know, on the show, frequently I talk about supplements and herbs and essential oils and and sleep hacks and all kinds of things. But what I'm gonna share with you today, I really believe will have a bigger impact on your health than even the food you eat. So excited to dive in today. So, you know, again, I'm sure you've heard of the placebo effect. You know, this is a phenomenon that happens when a person's physical health seems to improve after taking a treatment that appears to be real, but in truth has zero therapeutic effects like a sugar pill. And the placebo effect was quantified by a professor at Harvard Medical School named Henry Beecher. And Dr. Beecher was tending wounded soldiers overseas during World War II, and morphine was running low. And instead of this using this powerful painkiller, the doctor injected the men with saline solution. So essentially nothing, okay, a little bit of salt. And uh, Dr. Beecher noticed something fascinating. Some of the men who received the saline solution had the same amount of pain relief as the men who had received the morphine. And when he came back to the United States, Dr. Beecher studied this phenomenon and published his findings in a landmark paper that revealed how one third of the patients in these studies showed a significant response to placebo just as strong as if they were taking a medication, specifically morphine, which if you know, most of you know what morphine is. It is an incredibly powerful pain-killing drug. And think about this. One-third of the people saw this, the equivalent painkiller as if they were on morphine. And another big group of them saw not as great of pain-relieving effects, but many of them saw pain-reducing effects anyways. All that being said, it's pretty incredible. So uh, there's another Harvard physician, and he noted, he, here's what he said, and I think this is great. I'm going to pull up a quote here. He said, just imagine something is happening is enough to activate those portions of the brain associated with that thought 
or warrior paint. So basically, here's what he's saying is, is that if you, if you believe that this food I'm eating is healthy for me, now it becomes healthier in light of your body. Now, a similar thing holds true as placebo. There's actually something, and by the way, this is one you may not have heard of. It's called the nocebo effect. So there's placebo, which means I'm taking something. It's really, there, there, there's nothing to it. I'm taking a sugar pill, yet it's benefiting my body uh, because the power of belief. The nocebo effect, here's what happens. You believe something negative is going to hap happen with what you take or something you do, and it has a negative effect on your body, so a negative side effect. So listen to these, a couple of these case studies. I think these are going to uh, blow you away like they did myself when I first heard this. A patient who had been diagnosed with mul multiple sclerosis and was in a wheelchair once visited, uh, by, by the way, this is a personal story. So I had a patient come into my clinic once when I, when I, and by the way, I don't run my practice anymore. I used to have a functional medicine clinic in Nashville, Tennessee, which I haven't operated for, for, wow, about nine years now. So, so quite some time, but she came in and she'd been diagnosed with MS and she was in a wheelchair and we did a full examination on her. And after looking at her history and symptoms, I said, you know what, uh, Teresa, I don't think you have MS. I think you may have mold toxicity. And so she said, well, okay. Um, and we started doing a few things for her. But after a single week, all of a sudden, she was out of her wheelchair. She was walking. She was moving. And we really had hardly done anything from a nutritional standpoint at all. And she'd been in a wheelchair for multiple years, for, for, for more than two years. And, and I knew when talking to her that she was not in the wheelchair solely because of the fact from these mold symptoms, she was in a wheelchair because she believed she had MS and she'd read the symptoms over and over and over again. Her doctor told her you'll probably end up in a wheelchair. So she got in a wheelchair. Once she started realizing she didn't have MS, she was out of a wheelchair in a week. Now we did start doing some natural treatments for mold and, and cleansing her body, everything from doing some activated charcoal and bentonite clay to cleanse her body. And we started doing a higher fat diet, eliminating the carbs, high antioxidants and things to really help help her nerve tissue and again, and eliminate the mold from her body. But before those things could really take it to effect, she was already seeing improvements because of the power of the placebo effect. But here's what happened. First, she had the nocebo effect. A doctor told her she had MS and she started going downhill very quickly. And then I told her power placebo, hey, this isn't what it is. I don't think you're going to get well. And boom, all of a sudden she started getting well. Now listen to this next study, because this is a really powerful one. This is a case study done on, uh, on somebody in the 1970s that really shows the power of the nocebo effect. And this is the power of belief. If you believe something negative about yourself or your situation, you can get dramatically worse. In fact, what it can do, it, it, history has shown, could even take someone's life. So a man in the 1970s was diagnosed with end-stage liver cancer. His doctors told him he only had a few months to live. Sure enough, the man died within the predicted time frame. And the results of his autopsy, though, were shocking, though. He didn't have liver cancer. He had a small benign tumor that was localized, attached to his liver, but it wasn't liver cancer. And it wasn't liver cancer at all, and it was, wasn't even life-threatening. And so the tumor certainly didn't warrant the you know, few months that he lived. In fact, the doctor said he, he should have lived a full life 
even with this small benign tumor attached to his liver. And again, this is a classic case of nocebo effect. And I've seen this for many years that when patients get a cancer diagnosis, oftentimes they will start going downhill quickly and doctors often tell them, hey, you've got maybe two years to live or four months to years to live or something like that. I wanna share with you a personal example of the power of the placebo and nocebo effect. So about 27 years ago, my mom was diagnosed with breast cancer and we went through all the traditional medical treatments. She ended up beating breast cancer using conventional treatments. Then about 16 years ago, my mom was diagnosed with cancer again. This time it was on her lungs. She went in to see her, her physician and her doctor told her she had a 40% chance of survival. They wanted to go in and do surgery and radiation treatments immediately. At the time, I was, I was getting very close to opening up my own clinic and I had some really incredible doctors around me that I was able to consult with and, and talk about my mom's case. And one of the things I told my mom, and, and by the way, one of the doctors had told me, listen, this is very important that your mom has faith and hope and belief that she can heal. And I said, yeah, I, I recognize that. And so I really spoke to my mom. So when they said, you have a 40% chance to heal, here's what I told my mom. We sat down and I said, mom, you don't have a 40% chance to live. You have closer to a 95% chance to live. In fact, in my head, it's around 100%. And here's why. Most people that get a cancer diagnosis, they get on a convention, they do chemotherapy or do radiation or do surgery, and that's it. And in addition, they live in a very fearful mindset with all of the fear of what their doctor's telling them. And so you add that upon this. And so because of that, they have a 40% chance. I said, now let me ask you this. And I asked my mom this question. I said, what do you think the chances of somebody beating cancer are if they change their diet 100%? They start juicing vegetables. They start eating wild organic meat and bone broth and super berries and all these things. And then, okay, do you think the chance would go up? She said, yes. I said, okay. What if, in addition to ch changing the diet completely, that person started taking all the right supplements? They started taking medicinal mushrooms like reishi. They started taking anti-cancer herbs like tumor. They started taking a certain essential oils like frankincense and myrrh. Do you think that would help? She said, yes. Okay, I'm like, wow, there's two powerful tools in your tool belt. I said, number three, what do you, do you think your chance of survival goes up when, through the power of prayer and believing in God and that God can heal you and, and and, and having a gratitude practice and all of these things and reducing stress and the power of belief. She said, yes. Okay. And we started going through all of these different things together. And she said, yes, and yes, and yes, and yes. I said, okay, can you see now why your chance is not 40? Your chance is around 95 to 99% that you were going to heal from cancer. Yes. Okay. Do you guys see, do you see that? Do you see the difference there? By the way, if you yourself are sick, or you know anyone else that's sick, whether it be a cancer diagnosis or an MS diagnosis or a fibromyalgia diagnosis or any diagnosis out there, that's the conversation you need to have with a person and it's the power of belief. Even in the food you're eating, I'm gonna go over a few other examples here that I think are so powerful for us to under understand. There's a researcher at Stanford that I'm a big fan of. She's a psychologist. Her name is Aaliyah Crum. And she did this fascinating study on the power of perspective. And she sought to determine whether a person's mindset about what they were eating or drinking influenced whether they felt full or not, and actually whether they got healthier or not. So here's what she did. 
she created a shake. And, and by the way, this is something that a lot of people can really relate to. So, so she did a study where she had two groups of people. One group of people were told you're getting a 140 calorie sensible shake. So like this healthy, really low calorie shake. The other group of people were told you're getting a very calorie rich, unhealthy, indulgent shake. Okay. So think about this sort of milkshake you get at a fast food restaurant versus a really healthy superfood smoothie you'd make at home. Okay. But in the study, both groups of people were getting a 380 calorie shake that was kind of an in-between. Okay. Now here's what they found. Despite the identical calorie content, those people who believed it was a high calorie, unhealthy, unhealthy shake saw a significant dec decline in their ghrelin levels, which is known as sort of their hunger hormone. And the other group remained unchanged. So Crum concluded this, that our beliefs about the, sat the satisfying and nourishment nature of the food we eat affected our hormonal responses and our physiology. And in fact, so what they believed about the shake became more of a reality. So here's the thing. If somebody believed you're getting a really filling shake, they said, they psychologically uh, internally said, I'm so full. So throughout the whole day, they were so full. And those people that had the low calorie shake really didn't notice any difference. But all, so all that being said, we know that, so if you believe you're having this thing that's really filling and nourishing, it becomes more nourishing in your body. If you believe it's depleted of nutrients, so what you believe about the food you eat is very, very important. And it's important to note that the placebo effect, this is not deception or trick, uh, trickery. It's a genuine mind-body interaction that taps into the brain's remarkable ability to generate healing responses. Understanding this can really, you know, I really believe it can change healthcare because I think if more doctors knew that the words they had had incredible power on patients, like, let me ask you this. Do you think it's healthy for a doctor to tell a patient they have a 40% chance of living? Less than 50%, so in all likelihood, you're going to die. How could that possibly benefit the patient? Well, you might say, well, at least a person knows that maybe they just have one year left to live. I understand that point. But does it actually help as a medical treatment, right? First, do no harm. That's the, that's the, the oath many doctors take, including I took that oath first do no harm. You really, your words have the power of life or death. They're, and so as a physician, physicians need to be much more careful about what they're saying to patients. And here's the other thing for yourself and the people you know, you need to be very conscious about your self-talk, what you're saying to yourself. I'll never get healthy. It's so hard to lose weight. I have a slow metabolism. I'll never get over this condition. I've got to be on this drug the rest of my life. We have all of these limiting beliefs around ourself and our circumstances that are toxic and they create a nocebo effect in our body. Here, here's, a, here's a formula I want you to follow with the nocebo effect. If you want to implement the power of the placebo effect, here are three things you need to do and be aware of. Number one, the power of belief. You need to decide what you're going to believe. So for instance, if you've got a certain health condition, you need to believe and know I can heal from this. I can see 100% recovery. One of the best ways to build your belief is by reading testimonials of people who, are, who have beaten the same thing you have. And you might say, there's only three people ever, or I only know of three people who beat this. Read their stories over and over and over again. Read educational literature that tells you how you can and build that belief. That's the number one principle of placebo. Now here's the second one, and this is a big one. You need to drum up 
emotions and feelings around your belief. So let me give you an example. When my mom had cancer, the first thing I had to tell her was, mom, you have closer to a 95 to 100% chance of beating cancer. Not 40, you have a 95 to 100% chance. And then I would give her stories to read about people building her beliefs. So she built that. And then she needed to have feelings about this. I said, mom, imagine yourself how great it's going to be once you beat cancer. Just imagine yourself going to the doctor and getting that diagnosis. I said, what do you think you'll do? She said, I'll probably cry tears of joy. And I said, I'll cry tears of joy as well. And I said, let's just imagine you being in that place. You and I are hugging, we're joyful, we're singing, we're dancing. Imagine yourself with that cancer-free diagnosis. And then what are you going to do after that? I said, what are you going to do 20 years later? She's like, I'm going to bring my kids to Disney World. And I said, okay, what ride are you going to go on? We're going to go on Space Mountain and we're going to go on, you know, so she started visualizing it. She said, I'm going to go to the beach with them and swim. I said, think about those feelings. How much joy do you have? A lot. Okay. Just imagine yourself. You're picking up your grandkids. You're hugging them. The love you're experiencing. That feeling you have, it, that really starts to change your physiology, your hormonal system, your neurological system, what's happening within your own system. So those are the first two steps. Number one, belief. Number two, feelings. You need to bring up those feelings of joy and passion and gratitude related to this belief and what the results are going to be because of it. Number three, expectation. You need to start acting as if and start following through and doing all the things a healthy person would. So the thing, next thing I told my mom was, I said, okay, in order to turn on the power of placebo, what we need to do is you need to start following this plan and knowing you're going to get well. You're doing everything in your ability. So again, you're juicing the vegetables you're taking the supplements, you are starting that gratitude practice every single day. And so it's really belief, it's the feeling, it's expectation, and then it's the follow through of actually going through with the plan. And if you can harness all of those things, the power of the placebo is even amplified. The placebo effect is powerful. It's, it's important to remember, this is sort of a mind-body connection that happens. And so this is what you want to start doing and moving towards. I want to go over a few studies that really prove what I'm talking about. There was a study done on irritable bowel syndrome, and this involved patients that were put into three groups. One received no treatment. One received a placebo acupuncture treatment. So they had a few needles placed in them, but it really wasn't even in the right spots. And then one group got acupuncture treatment. At the end of the study, the patients that got no treatment had bad results or no, no results at all. The patients that both had the sham acupuncture treatment and the real acupuncture treatment both saw significant improvements in their overall health. Now, so, so I wanted to give this as an example because this isn't just medicine. Ac acupuncture is, an, is a great natural treatment. Even a sham acupuncture treatment, you believe in you're getting acupuncture helps, okay? So, so here's the truth is being educated and knowing the power of something and getting the treatment in combination gets you the best effects typically. So again, if you had acupuncture done and you believed it was going to help you, but you believe because you educated and you started learning about it and said, this is going to help me and you get the treatment, that gets you the best results. There's another study done on migraine headaches. And in this study, patients with migraine headaches were randomly assigned to either a placebo, so a sugar pill, or an actual medication. The results showed that both groups experienced the exact same reduction in frequency and intensity as headaches. Think about that. So if somebody had a migraine headache, one group got sugar pill, Another group got an actual medication. Both got the exact same effects. I want to give one other example here on depression. So there was a study done in antidepressants 
very same thing, placebo pill versus actual medication. And the study suggested that the placebo effect contributed to as much as a 75% of the total treatment response in some cases. So here's what they saw it is the, the medication was 75% as powerful. I'm sorry, the placebo was 75% as powerful as taking the actual medication, but with zero side effects. You can see the power of the placebo here. There are many, many more medical studies that really go through the power of placebo. And so I wanna encourage you, follow the power of the placebo. Remember this formula that I talked about here. Number one, what should you believe? Should you believe you have a 0% chance of healing or a 99% chance, right? So you wanna harness, I have that 99% chance of healing. Number two, foster up feelings cultivate feelings of joy and gratitude around what you're gonna experience with this newfound belief or the outcome of healing. Number three, expect it. So take actions of expectation in terms of changing your diet and doing a few things that you know will help and see the power of placebo at work. I'm gonna to continue to do a series here on mindset medicine. As I've talked about, I think food as medicine is incredibly powerful, but I think mindset medicine is even more powerful. Over the next coming weeks, I'm gonna talk about how to cure laziness. I'll talk about uh, healing mental illness. We'll talk about how to break through limiting beliefs and winning the battle in your mind. And so I'm gonna to continue to really talk about this sort of brain uh, or, or body-brain connection or mind-body connection and how you can heal with Mindset Medicine. Hey, by the way, if you're not subscribed here to the podcast, make sure to subscribe. Myself and Courtney and Dr. Motley are gonna continue to put out a lot more content here. We'll talk about a combination of food is medicine, mindset medicine, and lifestyle medicine. Hey, thanks so much for listening and excited to see you on the next podcast. Hey, Dr. Axe here. I wanna say thank you so much for listening today. If you enjoyed this episode, make sure to like and subscribe to the show so you don't miss a thing. Also, if you're in search of more natural health content, you can follow us at Health Institute on Instagram or subscribe to our newsletter using the link in the show notes below. Hey, thanks a lot and have a blessed week.